0: is an odyssey original this is coronavirus daily i'm charles Felton.
1: i'm mike simpson from the knx odyssey studios in los angeles another covid treatment looks promising this one from pfizer it's a pill they say it cuts the risk of hospitalization and death by 89 percent when given within three days after the start
0: of symptoms now merck has a similar pill just approved in great britain but this one seems to be even more effective. We'll get into whether these treatments are the real deal and if they will soon be approved in the U.S.
1: Booster shots, have you had yours? are available for certain groups of people, but they're not as popular as the health officials had hoped. Let's start
0: with Pfizer's COVID pill. Dr. David Bulwer is with the University of Minnesota Medical School. He's been working on his own clinical trials of potential COVID treatments. Doctor, talk to us about this Pfizer pill.
2: Yeah, the Pfizer data is, is quite exciting. So what they released this morning in their the interim data from their ongoing trial, of a little over 1,200 patients, that what they, they saw with the, the people that got this new protease inhibitor, this type of um, antiviral medicine, they had a 1% rate of hospitalization or death, and they actually had no deaths in that group, versus the randomized placebo group, it was 6.7% got hospitalized or, or died, and that was 10, uh, 10 people who died, unfortunately, in, in that uh, that group, and so it was 89% effective, which is gr- which sounds great.
1: So, is it similar to the Merck pill in that this is like an early treatment course? Like you should test positive if you feel symptoms, and then get on this within the first couple of days. That's the idea.
2: Correct. So, this is a direct antiviral medicine. It it works by different uh, different mechanism of action than the Merck one. Um, but yeah, the, this trial studied people uh, within five days of symptom onset, and there was a little bit even better response among people with less than three days of symptoms, but you know, basically it's fairly early in the disease course, and in this study it was within five days that it showed a benefit.
0: Now, is it likely that both of these pills will be available to people in this country in, say, you know, another couple of months?
2: Yeah, I would say probably within a month. So the, the FDA is meeting end of November for the, the Merck um, authorization, uh, and Pfizer will have to submit their data to FDA. I imagine it will be sh- you know, shortly thereafter, whether it's early December, um, you know, where the FDA will review this, this data as well. The data is pretty, ob- looks really good. The safety looks good. Um, and so I would imagine by yeah, December, these both should be available. But it'll be in limited supplies and probably targeted towards a limited high risk population.
1: So nobody has a crystal ball, but let's jump to like spring 2022 and do an educated guess. Having both of these plus vaccines, plus levels of natural immunity that uh, other people are going to catch COVID, unfortunately, as we go through the winter, if they're not vaccinated, does that drastically change the picture You know, of how we deal with this moving forward? Are we finally at that point where we're going, OK, we're going to get it together here?
2: Yeah, I I think that's, you know, that's the case that, you know, there's been a lot of uh, people saying, oh, this is a game changer. This is a game changer. Well, this actually might be that. So having effective early treatment, you know, coupled with vaccination, um, you know, this is really the way out. I think that that you've got effective therapies um, and to reduce deaths, certainly there's multiple avenues now that are possible.
0: Okay. But, uh, you know, I'm sure that there are people who don't, want to, for whatever the reason, to get vaccinated, because they don't trust what's in the vaccine, but for whatever reason, they trust what's, what's in pills, uh, who are going to say, oh, well, now there are going to be two effective pills that I could take. My doctor gives me the prescription. I go down to the drugstore, pop them for a few days, and I'm just fine. Why should I get vaccinated?
2: Well, I think it's still better not to get infected, because when you get infected, you're more likely to spread it onwards to your, your friends and families and loved ones and people you're around. I think one analogy I heard today from a, uh, one of my infectious disease colleagues is, you know, penicillin treats syphilis. You know, it's 100 percent effective to treat syphilis, but yet it's better just not to get syphilis in the first place.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it's a exactly. actually. Yeah. There. Dr. David Bulware, infectious disease scientist, University of Minnesota Medical School.
0: Coming up after a short break, if you haven't noticed people lining up at pharmacies and doctor's offices for their booster shots, it's because they're not. A shortage of vaccine boosters isn't something we have to worry about. It's because demand for them well below what health officials had thought, at least here in California.
1: So what's happening? Dr. Jeffrey Luther, member of the California Academy of Family Physicians Board of Directors, also member of the California COVID-19 Vaccine Advisory Committee. So, doctor, does the low demand surprise you?
3: Yeah, it surprises me a little. It disheartens me more than anything else, I think. Partly, it's a factor of it being confusing. You know, initially, we came out with the third dose of the mRNA vaccines for the immunocompromised, but we didn't call them boosters. They were just third doses. But then with the authorization of the boosters of all three vaccines, there's so much choice now in terms, there was, you know, variable stories in terms of who was recommended to get it and who could get it. And then we introduced the concept of mix and match of the vaccines. And I think people do better when it's very cut and dried and straightforward. I think this um, all these options have, have shaken people's enthusiasm. Um, I think there are probably a couple other reasons. One is that people get a sense of security. They want to believe they're covered with the first dose or first two doses. And um, it, it's not as urgent as it seemed back in the summer. And then also we're seeing more um, after vaccine infections as people's immunity wanes and its virus still circulates. And I, some people, I think, have a sort of all or none mindset that the vaccine either prevents infection or it doesn't. And since people who are vaccinated are getting uh, infections, there may not be a sense in them getting a booster. I'm not sure how much that plays into it, but it's, it's complicated to get people back to uh, roll up their sleeves.
1: Do you think it's segmented at all between the different categories? I mean, is there demand for the 65 plus group and not the younger with conditions? Or have you not seen any of that? Or maybe it's just also some Johnson Johnson people who haven't gone in, gotten their second dose yet. Maybe the word hasn't all filtered down. They thought they were covered with just the one. But now it's pretty much no matter who you are, if you got J&J, you need another of something.
3: That's absolutely true. And the um, the low demand kind of goes across the Three, virus, uh, three vaccines in terms of it's not just J&J people not coming back. And it also cuts across ages. It, uh, certainly, the seniors are the ones we're most worried about, partly because they're more at risk of infection and partly because, remember, they were the first ones immunized almost a year ago. They were the first ones out of the block. And elderly people don't have as robust an immune system, so their immunity is bound to wear off a bit more than a younger person. So they're the ones we want to get immunized or boosted the most. And those numbers, both in the community and in nursing homes, are still not what we want them to be.
0: So how, how does the government uh, change the messaging? And, and I've said this before in the show. I mean, we're a society that, I mean, we've managed to convince people to, you know, shell out $1,000 for a designer pair of jeans. We must be able to figure out how to convince people to take something that may save their lives.
3: You would think so. And and you're right, we're not talking about the, you know, 14 to 16% of people who are adamantly against immunization in the first place from the COVID vaccine and, and are probably the most unreachable. You were trying to reach people who have already assented to getting the vaccine, have already done so, have, you know, contact with where they could get a vaccine. And remember, back in the winter and early spring, there was huge scarcity of vaccine. Now we We have as much supply as demand could hope for. Um, The messaging has been an issue since last December. And this one has to be different because it covers a booster. I don't have a a great insightful answer into what the state and county health departments can do to drive up demand. But maybe the biggest message to send people is talk to your doctor. It gets more confusing. Talk to your primary care physician or provider um, and get all the information you can because um, it's people are still going to be at risk as long as there's virus circulating.
1: Dr. Jeffrey Luther on the board of directors for the California Academy of Family Physicians, member of the California COVID Vaccine Advisory Committee.
0: A big nativity scene in Naples, Italy, getting a modern touch to it. The three wise men are carrying their usual gifts to baby Jesus of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. They're also carrying their COVID health passes. The people behind the annual nativity scene usually adapt it to the times. Last year, they gave the figurines of Mary Joseph and the wise men masks to wear. One person in the city says residents all have their health passes, so why shouldn't the wise man?
1: I imagine some other year they had, you know, one of them with a cell phone so they could do the <laughs> selfie. Uh, this is an Odyssey original. Find us on the Odyssey app, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher.